What's going on, everybody? Just like to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner and the guy I'm sitting down with today, man. It's a it's a very it's a long history, but I love every bit of it. You know, I was actually able to meet Mark at ECU, and so originally was very interested in a lot of what he was doing, especially more so working with an organization by the name of Collegiate 100. So really right up my alley when it comes to, you know, mentoring, when it comes to really giving back to the youth, making sure that, you know, they are empowered, inspired, but also, you know, motivated to just do better, whether you not have the best role models and father figures and examples in your life to lead from. So really love that. So Collegiate 100, just in short, really consisted of, you know, we mentoring middle school kids. And so we traveled there kind of weekly, whether it be, you know, we come, sometimes we came with a lesson plan. We came with just different lessons that we wanted to teach them from chivalry to how to tie a tie to just being respectful to just the importance of education and even some a glimpse into financial literacy so from there we were able to see them you know graduate we were able to go to basketball games practices it was really just good so you know mark really had a great impression on you know from the beginning and just saw but you know it, it didn't just stop with the kids mark is an advocate for all people especially his people man so i really just love everything that he's doing but even more so recently i've been tapping in a lot with his content he's really got into the photography and the videography space and i love you know just everything that he's doing just his creative mind just how he's keeping the content diverse from working with the kids to working some weddings to working different events so very excited to get into this conversation very excited to you know see what he's been up to and really just some experiences that he's had so mark how you doing today bro Man, I'm good, man. I appreciate that. That was a dope intro and everything, too, man. Uh, one thing I can say is, I'm man, I'm appreciative of the fact of how we got to know each other. Because like you said, we got to know each other through Collegiate 100. And I remember um, as we were just doing intake, I noticed like you amongst a few other people as like young leaders who wanted to reach out to the next generation. And that's something that we definitely need in um, society. You know, young uh, black males especially. Um, that reach out to the young community and want to do it out of the passion for it. And so that's what had me reach out to you. And you were always energetic and always happy and always excited to reach out to the kids. Um, and then knowing your background and everything behind it, you were you were really there for it and really passionate about, you know, just getting that, that going. Um, so, man, definitely appreciate the shout out. As he said, I am uh, Marcus Plummer. I am a uh, videographer slash photographer. Funny story, I also, full-time job is working as a um, college advisor for the kids that we mentored in middle school and everything. So uh, through networking is how I actually got my job doing that. But um, I help the kids that we were mentoring in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I'm helping them get to college. And so it all turned 360 and everything. So it's just been great. Um, but I appreciate you staying tuned and everything on the content and also i love what you're doing with your content man it's just a lot of growth man a lot of growth it's beautiful. appreciate you man i appreciate that for sure and i love the i love that i love the fact that you know like you said it was able to really come full circle some of these kids who we were who weren't even thinking about college at the time who were really just still making it through middle school really just had that naive you know just wanted to play sports or just wanted to be cool kids whatever the case may be and now you know really looking at life in a different perspective but the fact that they've been able to have you there as a role model the whole time i think that's important man i love to see that so with you getting in to, you know, obviously what you do from your nine to five and really being able to have that position. How did that, if at all, really motivate or propel you into kind of the creative space, the photography, the videography? Like, where did you really get that start when it came to making this content? I'll say that the me doing my nine to five, my nine to five definitely helped understand everything because creatively I'm watching as the, you know, with my students and everything, they may be doing something like sports or they may be doing uh, some events and everything. I'm like, man, somebody really needs to capture things like this. It's the beautiful moments of the world and everything that people just to capture. And, you know, the networking aspect of things, too, because the people that were close to me were what brought me into, 
you know, for, for photography and videography. Like one of the teachers, he did full time as Creaky Photos, uh, Provisions Media. He did um, photography and he brought me on. He was like, hey, you want to help me out? And so I was like, sure, I got you. I want to do it. And so he brought me in and I'm doing like side camera and I'm learning the game. And I'm like, man, this is great. And it's networking through the school, you know, with this teacher. And then um, my brother that I work with now in the Legacy Works Media, his name is Jamar Sampson. He also works as the uh, the director of education for the Boys and Girls Club in that whole area. And he was the one who really was like, man, I want to hire you on as a videographer. And I was just like, yeah, cool. And he helped me get my first camera. And since then or whatever, we've just been producing, as you said, weddings. Uh, Small business is a big thing that we promote, especially around the area. Uh, Nonprofits, events. And then I started doing stuff just with like sports and stuff like that, too. So it's definitely the networking aspect that really helped with the nine to five. I love that, man. And it's something that I also paid attention to that you said was capturing the beautiful moments of the world. But then kind of on the flip side, no, not on the flip side, but kind of in another breath, too, you also said that, you know, this is for a big focus of yours. It's just the nonprofits, the small businesses, you know, just those creative people out there. So have you found that, you know, in working with these people and working with some of these smaller businesses and working with some of these entrepreneurs and creatives that these are services that they've been needing or that they've been kind of longing for, but it's not always easy to be plugged in. It's not always easy, you know, when it comes to just monetary things, a lot of when it comes to videography, promotion, anything like that, this stuff can get expensive. So have you found that these are things that have really been able to help these businesses oh absolutely when it comes to so the big thing about um taking your business to the next level is definitely exposure and how you expose it because people are going to look at your business based upon what they see on the social media what they see on you know the website or other stuff like that so a lot of times small businesses they're so good at the product like they're amazing with the product and it's a perfect product but nobody knows about it you know social media may only have like 50 you know what i'm saying 50 followers and everything because they just haven't gotten the exposure or the proper video to show the exact moment or the exact product that it has and so with working with these small businesses and working with these um, nonprofits, as soon as you see it in a different light in a higher quality almost lifelike um and cinematic feel to it it takes it to the next level you'll go from having like maybe 10, 15, 20 views or whatever, 50 views to 20,000, you know, and going viral across, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just because people are looking at it in a different way, you know, in a world where we live where people are scrolling through Instagram, they want to see 15 seconds or something or 30 seconds or something, you know, it just boosts you up. Your business just goes up because people actually are exposed to who you are. It's a cool perspective, too. Is that it, and it's actually funny. That's timely that you bring that up. I was actually talking to that about uh, talking to that to my roommate, honestly, just about how, you know, nowadays where because I was talking about how I upload like my full episodes to Instagram TV sometimes and I check my analytics and obviously I'm not expecting people to be tapped in. But I pay attention to when people cut out the videos, at what points they cut out, what maybe what was I saying or what was going on at that time. But naturally, like you spoke to just in the nature that we are today, like. It's, it's hard to just get somebody to just sit there and watch a 20-minute video or a 10-minute video off the phone. Like, you want to scroll, you make it a text, you may click out, you may just... But the, the thumb can do so much. We can have so many windows open. You can switch back to your music. It's just not the nature. So if you can capture somebody's attention, you know, in just that little scroll or just that ad or just that first 10, 15 seconds, it's really the element. But like you said, then it really gives more exposure. Well, it's just like, oh, they had a dope, you know, clip now. But 
you know, you scroll through some of their other content, maybe it was just pictures or maybe it wasn't being posted as much. So I think too, it can, it can even be motivating to some businesses, to some creators to just start getting that exposure, to start seeing that, you know, I knew I was doing good work. I knew that people were really going to love these products, but it was about where the products really get into the people and then not just the people, the right people on top of that. Because sometimes people don't realize you can have a very, you know, large following, just get a lot of support. But if you don't have the right support, it's not really going to propel you. Like you can just keep, you know, getting those people, getting people to come back. But if you have the right people who can plug you and put you in different places, the support will be, you know, never ending in a sense. So and thinking about just how you you keep your content so diverse, like I've said, I've seen you working with the kids at the football games. I've seen some weddings now. I've seen just some regular shoots. What is really your approach when it comes to the photography and the videography? Are people really just coming to you? Are you doing like consultations? Are people kind of just coming to you with an idea? Do you kind of piece things to life yourself? Is everything just a little bit different? Because I know, you know, when it comes to the sports and stuff like that, that's shoot. That's just in a moment, just grabbing stuff. But I also, too, love the creative nature with how you put things together. So, yeah, what does that really look like? You know, diving deep into what you really do as far as putting the content out there funny story is i'm kind of like a perfectionist in a way so i haven't even marketed myself you know much as like hey like come work with me come you know what i'm saying take my videography photography or anything i might you know sell a little bit of hey i do weddings you know what i'm saying i may say that but what you see on my social media what you see with my content and everything is most of the times either word of mouth or practice you know what i'm saying because i haven't done a commission sports thing yet However, like I love producing it, like, and that's simply because I love. I think that with what we have, especially across the river, if you've been in Greenville, where nobody really pays attention to the small town areas and everything, they don't have the exposure. However, it's a beautiful, you know, what I'm saying it's a beautiful thing. It's a lot of work being put in, and so I go out. I do that for free, you know. I just want the kids to feel proud, uh, pride in themselves. I want the area to feel pride in themselves. The next thing you know, everybody's like, "Oh man." that was amazing. You're going to produce some more stuff. You're going to produce some more stuff. You know, I will, you know, and that's all, you know, for the free, because I think it's beautiful. And so when I see something with a beautiful moment, that's when I produce stuff. You know, it may be the sports. It may be an event. It may be my own, you know, I play saxophone on the side. I know you've seen a little bit of that too, but for the most part, as far as it goes with the business aspect of things, I do put it out there, you know, and then based off of what they see on social media, they'll be like, hey, do you do weddings? I'm like, yeah, I'll do a wedding. You know, so they'll be like, hey, do you do birthday parties? Yeah, I do a, a birthday party. So that's how I produce my content. It's more word of mouth. Eventually, I'm going to start putting out there, you know, uh, hey, you know, if you want to book with me, do this, this, that, and the third. But as of right now, I've just been word of mouth. Blessed to have it, too. Yeah, man. When you come in in something and the focus is not really the money, it's just, it makes you, it, I feel like it opens doors unimaginable. It takes you just to new levels, to new heights. When you're doing something and money is just constantly on your mind or even constantly funding the passion more so, and that's just the worry that you have, you may, you know, tend to cut corners. You may just tend to put things out there. You may tend to be not really genuine or insincere, but when it's really, like you said, you just love capturing the moments. You love the fact that the kids can go back and watch these videos, see their highlights on TV in a sense, or just being posted or with some effects on and it look cool you throw some music behind it it's dope man it's almost like a highlight tape it's the stuff that we used to pay people to make you know to get to these colleges to get to these universities and stuff like that so the fact that you know you're just doing that like you almost out of the, the kindness of your heart essentially but just the fact that you love the work you love the creative process of it. you love the fact that people are resonating with it man i i think that that's just dope that just it's, it's only going to make it better for you and then like you said once you really just get into the road the established and developed perspective, then it's just like, okay, well, then I can do this. Then I can do that. Then I can say, okay, well, let's book, let's, you know, DM me for this, DM me for that. So you name just a host of different services, a host of different, you know, different areas that you can be in shooting, creating. Is there any area that, you know, you haven't really tried yet that you're interested to get into? Is there anything that maybe even looking into the new year that you want to kind of work with more to get better with or perfect? 
the one thing that I want to get better with, I'll say, is like studio photography. Like with you know, set up the light here, set up the light here, you know, backdrop and other sorts of stuff like that. So I bought myself, you know, a backdrop, you know, all this other sort of stuff. But I, I need to practice it, of course. But that's the side that I want to get really good with because the stuff where you see like people have nice little effects on them, other sorts of stuff like that, it just looks so much clarity. It's studio photography, straight up the lighting. You, you know, you get the expensive light, you get the you know backdrop and stuff like that. That's what I want to get good at. And so I'm gonna take a little bit of time, most definitely, to practice that aspect of things so that next you know next year, really, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be coming in clean. All right, now he said clear cut, concise. He said be on the lookout for that, As, and I, I can definitely attest to that too. One of my somebody who works at one of the companies here, at my job, he actually owns a studio, so not too far from where I am right now in downtown. And he was just basically showing me some of his work, and it's just like some of this stuff just looks too good to be true. Like it's just like one photo, but you're getting effects here, you're getting shadows, you're getting the movements, you're getting you know, like you said, just that clear, just the hollow background. It almost just looks too good to be true. So yeah, studio work is definitely where it's at a lot, and a lot of people love it. You know, I see a lot of brands, a lot of birthday photo shoots, a lot of you know pregnancy, just family shoots, holiday things. Now a lot of people are using you know studio work. So I definitely think that that's a good space. That's going to be definitely something cool to get into. So. What has been, I wouldn't even say really like, so when it comes, I, I think a lot about, you know, people who get inspiration. So whether it be, you know, a brand, a boutique, a rapper, a clothing brand, you know, they, they look to certain people for inspirations. They may look to people for just different ideas. They may even, you know, be inspired and influenced by them. You even mentioned some people who you work with, um, just other photographers that you've had, and just other people who you've been able to kind of be in contact with. Is there anybody who, you know, you directly learn from? Is there anybody who, when you were really getting into the space that you looked to when it came to just advice, when it came to just tutorials, were you kind of just somebody who learned on your own, whether it be just the YouTube, did you buy books? How was that really, you know, learning this process and then really getting your feet wet in a sense? I think mentorship is key to everything you ever want to do. You know what I'm saying? Mentorship and having somebody who knows the business is key. Um, I hit up, I have three. I hit a, I hit them up on the daily. Um, like I said, um, Stefan Creaky, S. Creaky or Provisions Media is what he goes by now. He is the first person who got me into photography. And then after that, it was um, Jamar Sampson, who I work with now as my business partner. We work as Legacy Works Media, where some of our work and everything has already been played in like uh, at an ECU game. You know, when they get winning against uh, Cincinnati, our stuff on the, the big screen in the stadium. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. Um, so that's one of my other inspirations. And the other one is um, uh, his name is Darwin Marshall. He works as uh, Fadeaways Productions. And he's like the top, like top dog. He's been like one of the best videographers that came out of, you know, Green. Well, not came out of Greenville, but came out of ECU. And he produces, like, he takes me on. We got two weddings that I'm going to work with him on next year in january actually and then we've worked on a few and everything in the past together and he's taught me everything as far as it goes with weddings videography taking you know all of them t taught me how to you know do photography um taking videos to the next level but that mentorship is key man if i didn't have somebody that knew the game tell me about it and walk me through stuff i wouldn't know a thing and I can directly, I got a kind of my own story to that too. So, well, for one, I definitely will second what you said. Derwin is cold. Derwin is, he, cool. I've seen a lot of his work, man. Even when I was, even some time I spent at ECU, 
cold. So, and even congrats to you, bro, having your work played on the big screen like that. I didn't even know that. So that's, you know, it's only up from there. That's, that's really good. And even for it to be your, your alma mater at that too, that's, that's, I got, I know that's gotta be a great feeling, but so I, I remember I got the opportunity when I was in grad school, I got the opportunity to go to the Syracuse first pick game at Heinz Field. So where the Steelers play. And I was basically assigned, it, it, they sent two people. So one was sent as the writer for the game. So they kind of sat up in the press box. They watched the game, got the stats and they kind of did a write up at the end. Like, and then one was sent as the photographer. So I got to be the photographer. So you're pretty much on the sidelines, like almost like the real game, like photographers, like just working around, you got your credentials, get some flicks. And then we had to submit it like later. So I remember getting out there and obviously thinking like, I knew how to use a camera. I knew the basic functions. I knew enough that I felt like I could get out there and get some, get some good shots. But little, that's when my first encounter with, you know, you're shooting. This is not like still people or just, you know, things that I can just catch a, a look over. This is sports. This is movement. This is fast movement, continuous mm-hmm. movement. Like that. This is stuff that my first couple of shots, I'm like, oh, everything is blurry. I'm not, they moving too fast. I thought the camera was, <laughs> you know, so I'm out there struggling. So a guy sees me and then it starts drizzling at that. So I'm seeing all these dudes out there with the, you know how the cameras look with the scopes. They got them sitting on the stakes. They just cat and all. I'm, I'm just hearing just da 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 They just moving. I'm just like, yeah, so I'm looking around, like, but these dudes are like in it, they at different angles, and I'm just sitting on the side, like, yeah, this ain't really working for me right now. So God comes over to me. He literally opens up, up my he makes me take the camera off. Like he goes through all the settings with me, tells me what means what I look at his, he looks at mine, we kind of compare. Then he makes me start shooting, then he makes me change some stuff on my own to make sure I remember it. It made me start shooting again. So that was my first real like, but it was it was the fact that you know you have to be open, like you said, to that mentorship. You have to be willing to know that look, I'm not I'm not by no means am I pro at this. I, I really don't care. You even if you've been doing something for so long, I've brought people who have been in their craft for five plus years, seven plus years, ten plus years, they still always will admit that, you know, they can learn from this, that they're not the best. There's always room for improvement. I love that idea. So the fact that you know, I was able to say that, look, I need help. I'm struggling right now. I know that one, this is for an assignment, so I'm being graded, so I can't just turn in any mess. But two, I really don't know what I'm doing out here. This is really not working for me. I, I don't like the idea of being helpless. So seeking that help for me was really my first learning moment. And even now when you look at the cameras, you see that there's so many different modes. So you have to be able to visualize that. Photography is really a lot harder than people think. Like I said back then, I thought, I knew it was more than just picking up a camera, getting some shots, but I thought that, okay, sports can't be that bad. So I seen them first 10, 20 shots. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't capture a single moment. The only thing I really got was the football or maybe a referee. But that game, it wasn't working for me. So that's that's really kind of cool. <laughs> you, know, you can learn from people and be in situations like that. So then now I kind of want to pose that question on to you. I know that obviously, you know, going into this, you had some ideas. You probably even had just some experience just doing things on your own. But was there any eye opening? Was there any something that, you know, once you really got involved in this, once you were producing content or getting things back to people that you really had to learn, that you really had to stay, take a step back and be like, Dag, I don't really know this. I need to either get better, reach out for help, seek advice, or, you know, this is really a learning moment for me. I'll say the one part that I noticed that I just had to get better at was editing like you can watch anybody's video and you'll be like oh they should have did this this that and the third and then when you actually sit down in front of whatever editing service that you do oh my gosh when you sit down in front of i use premiere pro and when you're sitting down in front of premiere pro you're like i don't know what the hell i'm doing (laughs) it it sounds like it'd be a simple flip or a simple cut here or something like that and you're just like i got to do a lot of research before i start you know doing this and so I remember for a whole summer, I didn't produce any work because I sat down in front of Premiere Pro and was like, I don't know what to do. And I thought it was going to be my most like productive summer ever, but it just scared me. So I needed to seek that mentorship and I needed to seek that help 
just to get me through learning Premiere Pro. And I had to use my resources as far as it goes to YouTube and just other things and the little things where YouTube can help. But to have a person who's done it to give you just a little tip like, hey, you should try this out. It changes the game, you know. And so that's where I, I would say that I needed that push or that help. 100%. I really credit my high school a lot when it comes to Adobe Premiere Pro. That was actually when I got introduced to it in high school. And come to find out, I actually we actually had to take a certification. So we pretty much worked with Adobe Premiere over the course of like two, three, four years. And then if you wanted to get certified from it and really just, I guess the certification would obviously look good on jobs. But for me, I was just thinking about the resume. I just wanted to pack it up. So I said, let's take it. You know, I've been working with this. I feel comfortable with it. Man, I, I barely passed the certification, like barely passed it, like just got the certification to the fact where I was very proud of it. But I, but I was like, that that was really hard. But it opened my eyes to, you know, even what I Adobe Premiere Pro is such a complex program, like whether people know about it, don't know about it. But I will say that when I got to ECU, it helped me a lot because it wasn't my first time. It wasn't my first rodeo with it. And I was watching, you know, some of my classmates struggle and in the sense I was kind of helping them because I just knew what a beast was. And then. Take it one step further. When I got to Syracuse, when I got to grad school, so you know, grad school, you're messing with different age groups. You're messing with people who are older than you. It could be way older than you. Could be right kind of there. So they're getting introduced some of these people to Adobe Premiere for the first time, or some of them, you know, took some years off, wasn't really sitting in front of it all the time. Then it was just like, you know, but we're we're having to use this more complex. So having that, you know, just that knowledge, but even speaking to you know, just the difficulty of that program, especially you know, starting from scratch, trying to go through the YouTube, because it's one thing, you know to just watch somebody, to try to click what they're doing and do what they're doing. A screen always looks different somehow or something didn't work out the way they did, but it's another thing to have that real life example in front of you to have somebody kind of be able to walk you through. So I definitely agree with you. And Adobe Premiere Pro is a beast. I'm still certified Dodo, y'all. So if y'all need some help, definitely hit me. <laughs> I'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, man. So I'm really thinking about right now, the close of the year, I'm thinking about, you know, how obviously the new year comes with that new year, that new mindset, that new mantra, just that that new, that fresh start to let's really hit the ground running, let's really do it. So whether it even be something that you're working on now, whether it even be things that, you know, you're formulating, obviously, because people plan, people are getting goals and different things situated so that when Q1 comes, they can really just go and do what they have to do. Is there anything that from you, from Mark's POV, that you're really looking to get into as we debut the new year are there any new services or any new you know avenues that you're getting involved in are there any new project i know you said that you were you know you have two weddings coming up that you'll be working on but is there anything you know that you're excited to debut on the terms of collaborations is there anything that people can be on the lookout for when it comes to content or anything like that not like this this next year at the start of the year is going to be crazy it's the uh, main thing that we're focusing on as far as mark pov goes and legacy works media um is a rebranding like change around the whole game, change around the product itself. It's just going to come in more crisp um, website, fix that up and everything, make it look pristine. Collaborations that we've done, we're trying to get we're trying to get a little more creative with what we do. I know on the side of Mark POV, I'm going to start producing some, like I have some fire basketball intros because it's basketball season and I love basketball, especially women's basketball. I got a fire idea for a women's basketball that I'm going to come out I hope y'all see that. I just finished up shooting. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Winterville just had a new mayor, actually. Just sworn in the first African-American mayor of Winterville. Uh, we just finished shooting that, so I'm going to drop that pretty soon because he hired us on to actually do it, which was really dope. Such a collaboration, um, yeah. And honestly, just open for anything. You know, if people just want to be creative, come in, hit up Mark POV, Legacy Works Media, you know, Fadeaways Productions, you know, hit up all of them and everything because... I'll be at all of it. <laughs> I'll be at all of it to be as creative as possible and just produce beautiful work, beautiful art. 
So. I love that, man. I love one that, well, one, congratulations. I do remember, yeah, when I reached out to you that you were telling me that you actually just got brought on to shoot that project. So, yeah, so that's a, that's big. One, that's big for Winterville, but two, that's big that, you know, they were able to reach out to you, even keep it local in a sense, and y'all were able to really put that event on. But so I love the fact that you're working with so many different backgrounds. Obviously, these people are in the same industry. They do what they do, but obviously you're getting so many different creative minds. And I think that when it comes to photography and videography, just that creative niche in general you have to be so your mind always has to be turning and going like yes granted you can have your style you know when you watch certain videos you could be like okay i know who shot that i know that that was him i can just tell by what it is but in a sense it still is just like yo that's a good video yo that's fire i feel like with being in the space bro you have to always be you know churning and turning and just thinking about different things so i love that you're getting all this experience and i love that like you said, the rebrand is coming. You're keeping things crisp. Christine, as you said, I love that word. So I'm excited for it. And I think the people should tap in. So and thinking about just people in this space and thinking about people who may be photographers, videographers, people who may just like the idea that people who may be wanting to get into that space, people who are just creatives in general. Do you have any, you know, words of wisdom, words of advice? Do you have any things that have kind of helped you and propelled you, obviously, over the course of your journey? Because this is, I mean, we're not going to be naive here and say this is a walk in the park. We're not going to wake up and say that every day, you know, you're just up and at them. You're just ready to go with ideas that things are just coming with you, that even things turn out the way that you want. I know that I'll speak for myself, but I know you may be able to agree that just in even my time of shooting and being and getting photographers and being in grad school and things like that, I'll always come back to my content. I think I'll shot, I have shot so much B-roll and just got all this footage and things were just good and the interview sounds good. And then you go back and you play all the tapes back and you just like, messed that up. That's not sounding good. I don't even have as much B-roll as I thought. So what would you really say to, you know, people who are embarking on this journey, people who are in this space and just things that, you know, as creatives, it can kind of help you just to keep going and just to really stick to what you love? I have, I have two things, two major things that I say are major help to me. Is first thing I'll say is be okay with making mistakes. Your first project isn't going to be as good as your next, and it's not going to be as good as the one after that. And you're always going to look back at whatever product that you make and think, first you're going to think, man, this is a really good product. Then you're going to look back at it a few weeks later, and you're going to like, I could have did a little better. And you're going to look again, I could have did a little better. And that's okay, because it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to start somewhere, just start somewhere, and continue to grow. Um so don't give up because it's not the perfect thing yet. Just keep going, keep growing. Because as you, like, I can look back at my first video now or my first picture now, and I'm like, this ain't nothing in comparison, you know. Um, so but first things first is be okay with making mistakes. Be okay with growing. Be okay with having a starting point and a growing point. Just keep on pushing a little further. Whether that be investing in yourself, investing your time, money, etc. But you just want to keep going a little further each time. Um, second part that I say is networking is key, and I know that's you know, for any business, um, networking is key. Uh, when it comes to this business, um, you can get a lot of clientele, you can get a lot of help, you can get a lot of stuff just based off of your name alone. Um, people want to work with you because you may have just had a conversation with them in the cafeteria uh, back in 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 college, and there was like, yo, Mark. How was your day? Blah, blah, blah. Now they know that you do videography, photography is, hey, Mark, I'm trying to pay you, you know, $2,000 to shoot my wedding, all because we just network and we just talked in the cafeteria. So networking, being nice. I tell my I tell my youngest now, even in the middle school, yo, don't be mean to anybody because you never know. You know what I'm saying? Don't pick on this girl because you never know. She might be fine come 22 years old. So, <laughs> so major thing is just networking is key. You never know who 
will do what you never know who has the access to the next level and so keep your networks open talk communicate it could be any sort of conversation but that always leads to good business smart man i love it and yeah man I, you gotta tell the kids now man you gotta you gotta be careful with who you you know you choosing to give the cold shoulder to or choosing to, you know you want to talk about it get on them at recess or something like that you they be them glowed up and, and hit a whole 180 on you come turn around you yeah. might need them you're reaching out to them so yeah man don't burn no bridges out here you gotta keep the gotta keep everybody close i, I, I love that for sure but i i really think what you said man you have to be okay with not being comfortable all the time. You have to be okay with just not being complacent, with just sticking to what you know. You have to branch out. You have to, you know, reach out to people, have those conversations. I remember I brought on my man Deuce and he said one of the goals that he has is just to talk to one new person every day. And I really took a step back and was just like, think about that 365 days in a year, like 365 different conversations. Something is, who knows what can come out of 365 conversations, even if it's only 12 opportunities. Those were just 12 things that, you know, that's one opportunity a month. That's something that could have put you in a different space, something that could have put you somewhere and really helped you out. So, yeah, man, it's just, and then, too, something I liked you said was you, you look back at your first project. Man, I listened to my first podcast now, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm shaking, I'm cringing, I'm listening to the background, I'm listening to everything I was doing, how I cut certain stuff. I'm just like, man, wow. And then I'm about two years later, here I am now, I'm listening to the episodes, I'm looking at the feedback that I got and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, you just got to stick with it. You always have to recognize that there's room to get better and things like that. So obviously from I'm expecting that people want to, people are going to want to work. People are going to want to tap in. I follow a lot of creatives. So the fact that, you know, you're in North Carolina and you're around, I'm about to really connect you offline with a lot of just different people who do different things. So be on the lookout for that for me. But, you know, just for the people Appreciate who are tapping in, of course, People who are going to be tapping into this episode, whether they just be listening, you know, audio on YouTube or even popped in on the IG Live. Can you just tell us, you know, the best way to get in contact with you, how we can reach out to you and how they can even, you know, if they want to collab and stuff like that, how they can, how they can, how they can reach out. So you, whether it's working with you, whether it's working with even, you know, some of your counterparts and things like that. Uh, okay. So I have separation in my, uh, of identities. Um, when it comes to my social media, I feel like that's major key because you may produce different work from your personal life and you may produce different work based on what you do. And so I have three social medias that you can contact me at my main one, personal underscore Mark P underscore. So underscore M A R C P underscore. That's my main, uh, my photography slash videography one, mainly put all my events, weddings, other sorts of stuff like that. That's Mark M A R C dot. POV. So mark.pov is my photography videography. And if you want to check out some of my sports related stuff uh, with my school, it's plumber, P-L-U-M-M-E-R dot N-P as in North Pitt. Um, so plumber.np is all on Instagram. That's how you would contact me here if you want to see any of my work. All right, y'all. Giving y'all a little bit of everything. Telling y'all what vibe to expect from what page. So I'm going to definitely make sure that, as always, I will have all of that in the bio for y'all. And y'all will be able to, you know, reach out. Like I said, I'm going to definitely tap you in with some of my people. But I know even people listening to this in different states, different areas, man, y'all got to get right. You never know what can come, you know, from two creatives, three creatives, four creatives, put their minds together and really get some things going. So I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for everything that you're doing. I'm excited that we were able to just connect, just connect way back at ECU, just be able to really make an impact in kids' lives, but I'm excited to even hear that you know you're still there with them every step of the way and really making sure that they're doing what they got to do. So obviously, bro, always wishing you the best of luck, sending love your way, thanking you, you know, for hopping on here, for really making this happen, for pushing my platform, pushing my business. So I thank y'all. And then always- I appreciate you, brother.
course, bro. And then to everybody, you know, who continues to tap in from the IG live to the YouTube to even my IG TV people and then even my audio folks. I love all y'all. I thank y'all. This has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. Thank you.